God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And uh just seems like so much is happening these days. And all the things that we've been thinking about in terms of, uh, you know, it can't be true or, you know, COVID, you know, the whole COVID thing is a is a pandemic, right? Uh, or Or they're hiding things for a reason. Uh, the open borders is on purpose. You know, I've been saying all along that the government's losing these battles on purpose. They lost to ISIS on purpose to uh, to be a thorn in Russia's side in Syria. You know, uh, the Benghazi cover-up had more to do with financing and funding ISIS. And ISIS was the uh you know the uh group that was going in and trying to destabilize syria and to and destabilize the progression in iraq probably had something to do with iran who didn't want a dominant neighboring american f- ally in their western flank you know and death to israel and all that you know and remember when we destabilized egypt destabilize Syria. Uh, that wasn't great for Israel. So this whole destabilization of Europe, of, of the Middle East was one thing. <clears throat> then we hear re- these reports of the fighting age males coming all over the place. And people are like, they're invading Europe. They're invading the American. But you know what? What's left behind is a defenseless nation because fighting age males, when they all finally leave their country, those countries are defenseless because you need fighting age males to defend it. So it leaves a vacuum for that. And what's left is leverage. The globalists move people around 
like a matador moves a bull with a red cape and a carrot and a stick, you know, will give you something or will take it away. The carrot and the stick. And that's what they're doing to these illegal migrants. So all of a sudden, this video is surfacing of things we've already known for, for a long time. And it's just interesting. You know, I had played a audio clip many times from 2015 with Joe Biden sitting next to Mayorkas. And Joe Biden was basically touting the whole concept of migrants. I said, while Biden in 2015 advocated for an endless stream of migration to dramatically change the demographics in America forever, Mayorkas sat there in agreement. They are lying to you. Open borders and refugees are not only about importing dependent class voters, it's also about slave labor, too. Let's take a listen. An unrelenting stream of immigration. 2015. Non-stop. Non-stop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. White European stock. Why, what's the obsession with the Democrats and skin color? So Justice Breyer's stepping down. And of course, Joe Biden, you know, made this promise back in the day in the election season. Uh, only you know, there's more to the story, but let's take a listen to what Joe Biden said about if he was elected uh, president, uh, he would what we, what he would do with the Supreme Court justice. Number one, I committed that if I'm elected president, have an opportunity to appoint someone to the courts. Will be a, I'll appoint the first black woman to the courts. It's required that they have representation now. It's long overdue. Number one, I committed that if I'm elected. So pre- so is that good for the Supreme Court to have someone qualified based on the color of their skin and their gender? I say that's racist. It's racist and discriminatory to select Supreme Court justices based on skin color and gender. But apparently, Quid Pro Joe made a deal with Representative Jim Clyburn to win South Carolina and turn the primary season back in his favor. Recall that? He was losing in Iowa. He was losing in New Hampshire. He was losing all the way. And then he starts to win in South Carolina because he got Clyburn, the South Carolina congressman, to endorse him. And he made that promise based on Jim Clyburn to get that black endorsement. He made a promise. Quit Pro Joe did. Just like he made a promise to fire Victor Shokin. Joe Biden made a promise to fire Victor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma Holdings, who was paying his son $80,000 a month. And, you know, the rest is history. 
Mayorkas, well, we're going to get to the migration here in a second. But, you know, Joe Biden made those promises that basically allowed Ukraine to gain leverage that they should have never had. But they were buying off politicians like Joe Biden to get in the good graces of NATO alliance, which then caught the interest of Russia and said, Russia and Russia said, we're not going to have that in our backyard. We're not going to have NATO missiles pointing at us in our backyard. So we're going to put a stop to it. And now we have, you know, maybe the precipice of World War III with Russia and China as an alliance. Russia, China, and the, and Iran as an alliance with strategic partnerships in Venezuela and Cuba so they could point their missiles right at our country and make our country less safe. That's what this is going to, folks. And it's because of the corrupt politicians like Lindsey Graham and John McCain and Amy Klobuchar making deals on the black market with Poroshenko and now Zelensky. And, you know, they're, they're wondering why it is. The, the, I think they got UN helmets or something like that. They're like, what are you going to give us next? Pillows? We're not giving them what they need. But you know what? We shouldn't be in bed defending Ukraine's borders. We shouldn't be talking about putting 8,500 of our troops to defend Ukraine's borders. We shouldn't have even been in this mess. But guess what? We're here because of the corrupt politicians selling out America, withholding American taxpayer dollars just so they'll fire a prosecutor. And it's that leverage that they got that allowed them to do the corruption. Because if they never had the leverage, there wouldn't have been any quid pro quo, and there wouldn't have been any Hunter Biden and Burisma, and there wouldn't have been any $80,000 a month in paychecks, and there wouldn't have had any need for the discussion. It all leads to one, you know, one thing leads to another, right? One thing leads to another. And that is causing major problems for us. And lives are at stake. People are losing their lives as a result of this. We'll listen to this again. So I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah. I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. 
Boom. So he makes a deal with Clyburn. Now we're going to get some wackadoodle Marxist Black Lives Matter justice. Some black woman that doesn't know what the Constitution's about, doesn't know what federalism is about. But, you know, that's what we're going to get because it seems like every uh, liberal black person that's highly educated seems to be of this Marxist root. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's about political, uh, political uh, persuasion. It's about political ideology. The political ideology is what's at stake here. It's not about skin color. I don't know of a person that speaks like Joe Biden does. And and the only pe- people that I would ever describe that would be so focused on gender and race are discriminatory and they're racists. But then you 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 continue with this and you say nothing that the guy does uh you know, nothing that the guy does is on the up and up. It's all about Um, quid pro quo. And that's how he got the nickname quid pro Joe. Because in these these corruption deals, these quid pro quo deals are the reason why we're in Ukraine right now. See, that, that clip you just heard, the reason why I played it is because that's one of the reasons why we're in Ukraine right now. Ukraine got too much leverage they should have never gained that kind of leverage. But they were a puppet, and they were being exploited, and they were being fleeced. And all at the end, who was playing who? Well, our fat cat senators were playing them, and Joe was play, playing them. But they were also playing Joe, because they were getting insurances, and they were also getting a dossier of dirt on these politicians. So these politicians had to vote in favor of Ukraine being part of NATO or what have you. And then Russia's like sees what's going on and says, not on my watch. You're not going to have your NATO missiles pointing at Moscow on my watch. And if you do, we're going to go and put missiles in Cuba. So again, that corruption leads to World War Three, or with us being at odds with a nuclear threat. There's new developments on that front, by the way. Uh, Lavrov had a couple of statements to be made, but mainly um, that Foreign Minister Lavrov's fears of influence exist because of policy conducted by colonial powers. When decolonialization took place, they did not want to lose those spheres. We see how the West is still reclaiming those fears and how it tries to pull new territories into its sphere of influence. So they're, they're directly now pointing their guns at the United States. So Disclosed TV says, Justin, U.S. response does not address main security demands, says Russia's Foreign Minister Lavrov. Natasha Bertrand says... The responses presented by the U.S. and NATO to Russia did not address Moscow's main concern, the expansion east of NATO. Right, exactly what I've been saying. Russia Foreign Minister Lavrov told journalists today, 
There is no positive reaction on the main issue in this document. Putin has read the document per Peskov. So exactly what I've been telling you folks for the last weeks on end about this is this threat of NATO. And this NATO happened because of the corruption. And that's the, that's the bingo right there. And if we didn't have that corruption, Ukraine wouldn't have had the leverage. They wouldn't have had, there wouldn't have been this talk about NATO. There wouldn't have been this talk about American aid. But America is basically has to vote a certain way or things are going to leak out and things are going to get pretty nasty for people like Lindsey Graham or people like Joe Biden. The corrupt of the corrupt in politics. And that's that part. So now we have, you know, all these other promises where Joe Biden is promising Clyburn that he's going to get a black woman to be a replacement for Breyer. And this guy named Fallon basically was uh, pushing the idea that Breyer, Breyer must resign. And some people think that Breyer was coerced to make this a political football for the 2022 election with regard to Breyer. So Breyer uh, steps down, Biden gets a black woman and tries to secure up a black vote heading into the 2022 election. I just don't know why black uh, liberals buy this hook, line, and sinker from a racist like Joe Biden. I mean, that's what he is. Clear. The definition of racism is exactly promising a job based on skin color. Which way are you going to go with that skin color? Today it's black, tomorrow it's white. Today it's a woman, tomorrow it's a man. It's precedence. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. And Donald Trump never would have done that. It's always been about the content of your character, the performance yeah, your performance abilities, your uh, what you bring to the table in terms of intellect. You know, it's your credentials. It's the content of your character. It's not the color of your skin. Martin Luther King had it right. These folks, well, Martin Luther King was a conservative. It's sad, the world we're living in right now. I mean, North Korea overnight conducts potential potentially a, a sixth missile test in a month, in one month. There's six missile test. They're just thumbing their nose up at Joe Biden, who's as corrupt as can be. It's, it's, it's really uh, frustrating to see it, what, what is transpiring so quickly. But North Korea is a problem now. So North Korea is a problem. And now we have the lies that we're being told from Mayorkas and from Joe Biden. And again, Joe Biden was promising in 2015 with Mayorkas that, you know, uh, the flooding, uh, the, the endless stream of migration into our country uh, is a good thing, not a bad thing. Talking about his white stock and their people of color are going to be... 
he's selling out for a minority vote. You know, I think of like Africa, you know, and uh, South Africa, when it was a white man that was running a black country. And what is it that Joe Biden wants? He wants to be the white man in power, controlling the black people? I think that's just so discriminatory. And Mayorkas himself said that we, um, that he uh, re, re, repealed all of Trump's immigration policies. Let's take a listen. So we have rescinded so many uh, Trump immigration policies. It would take so much time to list them. All right. So it's on him, right? The failures are on him. So we're going to listen to some clips today that are going to prove that he admits this is the worst he's ever seen in terms of the border in a um, unscripted uh, private recording of him talking to the southern border uh, patrol people. Uh, but this is before before that. We're going to get to this short clip about uh Mallorca is saying unlawful presence in the United States will alone not be a basis for an immigration enforcement action. Let's take a look. Unlawful presence in the United States will alone not be a basis for an immigration enforcement action. Wow. So what do you have to do to get arrested in this town, right? It's crazy. So... You know, there's human smuggling. There's people dying along the border. Nobody seems to care, right? The left-wing media doesn't care. And that's a problem. So we're going to start off with this one clip from Bill Malugin from Fox News, who basically is talking about this problem. And then we're going to get to some really interesting stuff here in just a second. Adult male migrants have their chains and cuffs removed as they're released from ICE custody in Brownsville today. The men were then escorted into a parking garage where a black tarp was set up to obstruct public view and they were discreetly taken away by a non-governmental organization which will facilitate their travel. Throughout the day, we saw more single adults being released from ICE custody, including this large group of predominantly adult men who are being walked to the bus terminal by the NGO. Many of these men tried to hide their faces from our cameras. And now, ICE is responding to Fox News' reporting on the mass release of these adult migrants, telling us in part, quote, ICE focuses its civil immigration enforcement priorities on the apprehension and removal of non-citizens who pose a threat to national security, public safety, and border security. Individuals deemed suitable for release are released in coordination with local partners and are subject to reporting requirements. On Tuesday, Fox News reported hundreds of adult men were dropped off by federally contracted buses, some with ankle monitors. The men were assisted by an NGO and given travel packets to go wherever they want. Scenes that have since gone viral and drew some strong reactions. When someone crosses our border illegally, their final destination should always Tom be Cotton. turning them around and sending them back to their home country. Not only are we sending them to their final destination, the U.S. taxpayers are paying for it. Yeah. We're paying for those airplanes. Amazing. So th- once again, this administration got caught lying to the American people. 
And Brett, the Biden administration's restarting of the Remain in Mexico policy is off to a very slow start. Brand new DHS data shows that for the month of December, out of approximately 179,000 migrant encounters, less than 300 of those migrants were put into the program. We'll send it back to you. So they're willfully losing. They're losing to COVID on purpose. They're losing the southern border on purpose. They lost to ISIS on purpose. That's my point. They're doing this on purpose. If they wanted to win, they'd win. They're succeeding at their sneaky, lying, hidden agenda. And they're lying. They're selling out America. And that is the sad truth. And that's the problem. We should be taking it to Washington right now. I mean, we should be knocking down their doors and demanding justice and fairness and demanding our money back, getting our tax dollars back into our pockets because they're lying to us, folks. And we've been saying it all along. They're just now getting busted. And that's the sad truth. So there's more uh, to this. There is a, a town hall exclusive. DHS secretary had a disastrous meeting with Border Patrol agents. And uh, we're going to take a listen, actually, to... Uh, oh, it's, it's going to be Hannity on this one. Okay, here is the audio of the tense meeting between Border Patrol agents and Mayorkas that was played on Hannity last night. Let's take a listen. Now ex obtained exclusive audio by Town Hall's Julio Rosas of DHS Secretary. This is Mayorkas and a recent meeting with Border Patrol in the Yuma sector. It didn't go particularly well. Now, Julio's reporting that one agent even turned his back on the secretary amid his total disregard for the rule of law. Take a listen to this. Every time something important comes here, uh, we rush out. We have 50 more buses that come in, and they take as many people out of here as they can. You guys keep saying you want to see how it really is down here. Why do we keep sending as many people out of here, out of here as we can before they get here? It's not really showing what it is. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure I follow. Sorry. So, in CPC, the whole area back here, before you come down, before anybody comes down, a senator, it doesn't matter. They bust as many people out of here as they can to whatever other sector. It may appear that people are trying to showcase that everyday country story. We know best. I know best. The commitment remains and we'll keep fighting. Let me, let me just say, you can turn your back on me, but I'll never turn your back, my back on you. You did the day you were appointed. Secretary Mayorkas' office told us in a statement in part, quote, Secretary Mayorkas welcomes candor during these conversations, appreciates and respects the opinions of each member of the CBP workforce. What about our sovereignty? And is it really that bad? The worst in 20 years? Also tonight, we should continue to bring, do continue to bring you exclusive reporting from our very own Sarah Carter, who now interviewed a recently retired Border Patrol agent who says Biden's open borders disaster is not an accident. And by the way, he's undercover. He's protecting his pension, and I don't blame him. Take a look. How do you verify who the people are when they come through if they have no identifiers or no license or no passport 
we, we have to, you know, pretty much, you, we bring him in, we take the fingerprints, but, you know, when you take fingerprints, you're checking if they've done something here in the U.S. We don't know what they did outside. They may have a hit from uh, the, uh, you know, the Joint Terrorist Task Force or whatever, but I don't think that's enough. That's not enough vetting. We are in, I mean, this is a, um, it's pretty much a, a, like, like, a, like a factory. We're just moving people, <laughs> moving people through. All right, here with Reaction, author of Fiery but Mostly Peaceful, Town Hall's Julio Rosas, along with Fox News contributor Sarah Carter. Julio, let's start with you. So Mayorkas is admitting it's the worst it's ever been. Now, they're the ones that eliminated the stay in Mexico policy, stopped building the wall, uh, and they're the ones that brought back not catch and release, but process and release, and they're offering free transportation, no COVID tests, no vaccine mandates to illegal immigrants to go anywhere they want in the country. Isn't that right? Exactly. And look, everything that the agents told Mayorkas, he all knows this. I mean, he said that he knows that the policies that the Biden administration has implemented is not particularly popular with Customs and Border Protection. But he said, but we have to work within that framework. It's like, well, they built that framework. It doesn't have to be this way. And it's really frustrating. And we're now over a year into this crisis, into this massive influx, and things have only gotten worse. And so that's why it's not surprising that this is now the second time Mayorkas has been secretly recorded and that audio has been leaked because the agents know. They, they saw what happened under the Trump administration. They saw things were working. And but Julio, were correct me if I'm and wrong. All gotten worse. They built the framework, but the mm -hmm. framework is aiding and abetting and law breaking and not enforcing the laws of the land. Now, they have Every prerogative, if they want to change the law, they have the House and the Senate. They have the ability to try and do that. Uh, but instead, they ignore the law. Uh, why do I believe that if I did this or you did this or Sarah did this, uh, we probably would be charged with human trafficking? Would that be too far a stretch? No, I know. I think I think you're absolutely right. And 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 again, this is this is all self-inflicted. And uh, I have yet to meet a single frontline agent. And I've been all across the border, mind you. I've I've yet to meet a single frontline agent that has anything positive to say about Biden, Mayorkas, or Border Patrol Chief Ruiz. And I think that's very telling. Yeah, that's the good news. The good news is there's got to be more whistleblowers, though. That's the one thing we need are whistleblowers. So. There's uh, another clip that we're going to be playing, and this one is related to the undercover footage that was just released uh, that was <laughs> unbelievable. So this is about selling out America, and they caught them red-handed in upstate New York. They're going to Westchester Airport. They're going to these small little airports like in Long Island or somewhere uh, trying to avoid... Uh, any kind of uh, detection. So let's take a listen to Tucker and what he has to say about this particular issue. So we've obtained exclusive body cam footage from the police department in Westchester County, New York. The footage shows about 100 apparently illegal immigrants, mostly teenagers, getting off a charter flight in the middle of the night in Westchester. The migrants then get on buses. Someone on the tape describes how, quote, DHS wants this on the lowdown. In other words, secret, so you won't know about it, despite the fact you're a U.S. citizen who is paying for it. They're hiding it from you. They're doing this without your consent, speaking of an attack on democracy. In the footage, Westchester police express their frustration with what's happening. 
figure out what this is? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. So we've been having, uh, you know, you're on a, a secure facility here and, and we don't really know anything and we're in charge of security. So that's hence where we're having a problem here. So. Yeah, we're hanging out here on the tarmac, just yeah. like that. I, used I don't to know pick, anybody. I used, to pick up, uh, I used to pick up basketball teams that had more security. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, the, now the, listen, the date of this audio is August 13th, 2021. It was obtained by a FOIA Freedom of Information request. And this is a body cam from one of the security personnel. Uh, and they uh, had this footage, and somebody uh, went about getting the FOIA request to get this footage to figure out what the heck was going on here. And this was, again, August 13th, 2021. Very easily, you know, a few people could just go that way. <laughs> so um, I'm here to see uh, where they're coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's slowly coming together. But we also don't know, uh, you know, really what's, what's happening, how they're getting here or whatever else. Now, just to be completely clear, what you just saw is illegal. That's a crime. That's why they're keeping it secret. The U.S. government is not allowed to abet the breaking of federal law. Sorry. And that's exactly what they're doing. In the footage, a government contractor explains that the flights of illegal immigrants arrive at smaller airports to keep them hidden from the public. You don't want to be somewhere where the spotlight is. You want to try to keep it as down low as possible. A lot of this is just... No, I I get it. I just, like I said... stuff that we don't tell people. Because what we don't want to do is attract attention we don't want the media like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us oh so just changing the population of your country the one you were born in but keeping it secret from you and then attacking you with some kind of bigot if you notice it that's the game have you figured it out yet well a different contractor offered his explanation for why this all secret i get the whole secrecy and all this but this is even about my yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And why? You know why? You know why? Yeah, I know, but why? Why? Yeah. No, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know why? The government's betraying the Americans. Yeah, the government is betraying the American people. That is true. The Biden administration is changing this country without your consent. It's a crime and it's immoral. Rob Astorino is a former Westchester County executive. He's running for governor of the state of New York. He first obtained this body cam footage through a FOIA request, and we're happy to have him join us tonight. Mr. Astorino, thanks so much for coming on. I mean, I, that's evidence of a crime, as far as I can tell. Our government is completely out of control right now. They have. By the way, Rob Astorino, running for governor of New York, this alone should get him elected, okay? Rob Astorino, New York governor candidate, Republican, got a FOIA request and got this information. They have lied to us. They've lied to the American people. Uh, I saw what Bill did last night uh, down on the southern border where Men are just getting into cabs and, and being put into communities. That's what they're doing here. Southern border crisis, they're waving them in. They're putting on planes, sending them to airports closed at night like Westchester, 
putting them on buses. And I saw with my own eyes, after they denied it, by the way, that they were put to, uh, onto a, co- a bus to a Costco and then released into cars, into the community. Now, they keep saying it's just unaccompanied kids, completely a lie, and that these kids were not going to go into our own area, completely a lie. They're putting into schools in Westchester, Long Island, the surrounding suburbs. So it is a complete breakdown of our system. It is a betrayal, as that gentleman said, a betrayal to the American people. And, and of course, when I'm asking these questions, when I broke this in August, of course, what do you think the response was, Tucker? You're racist. a racist, you're a bigot, yeah. you're a hater, you're mean. Okay, answer the question when you're done with that, and they won't. They deflect and they lie continuously. So uh, you sort of, I mean, bless you for saying that out loud. You're not a racist. Most Americans are not. It's the least racist country in the history of the world. So at what point do normal people, Democrats and Republicans, say, you're not going to control me with that slur anymore? Answer the question. Well, that's it. We kept pressing them, and they kept telling us nonsense. And this is all they do, right? And where's Governor Kathy Hochul? She's complicit in this, too, because she's turning a whole blind eye to all of this. It's happening right in our communities, in her state. She's more occupied about masking kids in schools and coddling criminals than she is about this. Now, the public has a right to know. It's a public health issue. We're under our own orders in New York. I can't go into restaurants without showing a vaccination card or masking, you know, indoors. And she's refusing to do anything about this. As people are coming in, adults, we have no idea what their backgrounds are, where they're going, where they're being placed. You know, this is a public safety issue. But more than anything, it's our own government not telling us answers to our questions. And we're footing the bill on all of this. That's exactly right. Boy, that's so nicely put. Boy, I hope you win. You have an unelected governor right now. <laughs> well, I hope people go to my Twitter country. account or any of my social media. We're going to put video up again right now, some more video. And it, it's just totally outrageous what is happening in this country, in New York. And people, and I'm glad Loudoun County and, and just normal people are standing up right now and saying enough is enough. Yes. We're going to take back our country. All we want, normal people, Democrats, Republicans, is for the law to be enforced exactly. and to, for people to listen to us. It's so nice to hear a Republican who can actually explain himself, uh, which you certainly can. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, in any case, uh, th- that was uh, that was uh, eye-opening. And, you know, if only the laws would be enforced, right? Then wouldn't that be nice? And yet we have these, we have this Supreme Court justice that's resigning or that's retiring and now we're basically going to be trying to install a new Supreme Court justice based on skin color and gender. How's that going to work out for you? I mean, didn't we just hear Sotomayor say she doesn't even understand what federalism is? I mean, how ridiculously stupid do you have to be? And you never see these liberal justices, these Supreme Court justices deviate. Not like... Uh, Kavanaugh does, not like, you know, uh, Kennedy did or uh, Justice Roberts has done, you know. And then Clarence Thomas, the original, you know, he's an originalist. You know, he basically looks at the Constitution as a dead document, which means the Constitution should never change. It's our blueprint and it's our path forward. And it shouldn't change. 
shouldn't be reinterpreted. It shouldn't be twisted and bent. It's not a living document. It doesn't change with age, like wine or something else. But it's it's a dead document, to nor, or originalist uh, philosophy. The purity of our Constitution, the letter of the Constitution, the letter of the law, and its interpretation of that. And I like that. Clarence Thomas is, to me, the finest justice on the bench. Happens to be a black justice appointed by a Republican. And yet, somehow they want to one-up it. It's got to be now a woman and a black person. But these liberals, it doesn't even matter what skin color, what gender. What matters is you have these activists Sotomayor and Kagan, even Breyer was an activist. You know, these liberals never deviate. You never see them thinking on their own. They always are very uh, reliable in terms of their progression, their progressiveness. And the Republicans, they I don't know what they do. You know, I guess we had too many of the Bush appointees. And, um, but, you know, Clarence Thomas is special. Guess what they want to do with Clarence Thomas? They want to get rid of him. They want to throw him off the bench because they're claiming that his wife, who happens to be white, by the way, his wife was at the January 6th event and participating in this January 6th event that they call a, uh, insurrection which I think is insane because it wasn't an insurrection. That was another government lie. One of the things you're going to find out about the video uh, in terms of the secret videos in terms of Westchester, New York, is it involves our military. They got our own army facilities and our own army tax dollars going and working against the American people. And yet somehow they had a problem with... President Trump wanting the National Guard to protect Washington, D.C. and prevent a church across the street from burning dead to the ground and holding a, you know, and walking across the street holding a Bible and reminding us all of what our country was founded on, Judeo-Christian values. And yet they were saying that somehow he was abusing the military privilege as commander-in-chief and look at what they're doing now with these the the army taking you know and and how much money are we spending on these flights and uber services and car services and packets and money how much money are we giving them all of this is a pack of lies all of this is secret all of this is a betrayal of america and it's sad and what are we going to do about it? We have to do something. And it'll be interesting to see what, how they, Jen Psaki spins this. But this is stuff we've pretty much known all along. You heard it in the audio clips, in the video that you just heard. It's like the guy says, you know. 
You know, they don't want you to know because it's betrayal of America. And the army is directly involved. Our army is directly involved. We pay for that army to protect us. And they're going out of their way. They're actually on a mission to destroy us as a country. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. I put it on the scale. And I don't know. Is it more about... Is it more about... Slave labor and corporate endorsements of slave labor because they're going to make so much money? Is it more about that? Or is it more about... demographics and electoral college is it more about rigging elections i don't know i don't know the answer to that i can tell you i just opened the phones so if you want to call in uh we can uh take a phone call or two uh it's uh 215 top talk that's 215-867-8255 that's 215-867 8255 if you'd like to call in and be heard. And if you don't call in, that's fine too, but I'm going to then talk about this other article by Victor Davis Hansen. Why Putin has not been deterred. We have to talk about that too. Again, if you'd like to call in though, it's 215-TOP-TALK. That's 215-867-8255. And if you are on our website with your phone, scottadamshow.com, and you you can put your finger on the uh, logo, it says, uh, for the call-in line, and it literally will dial us up. So, exasperated Americans feel Vladimir Putin is deterred neither by sanctions nor by arms sales, but follows... Only his own sense of cost to benefit self-interest. So Americans want an autonomous Ukraine to survive. They hope the West can stop Russia Vladimir Putin's strangulation of both Ukraine and NATO. Yet Americans do not want their troops to venture across the world to Europe's backyard to fight nuclear Russia to ensure the Ukraine stays independent. Most Americans oppose the notion that Russia can simply dictate the future of Ukraine. So most Americans oppose the notion I just want to say I'm not vegan Whoops. at all. Sorry and about that. I've eaten so much of this I feel sick. <laughs> uh, this is really... We're going to cancel that. Uh, these pop-up audio um, can be frustrating at times. Uh, and basically what I've read the article... And, um, you know, it's not our business, really, Ukraine. But again, like I said, we're, we're knee-deep in this corruption, and the corruption has led to this. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, just something interesting. I was in, first of all, it's back from Winnipeg. spoke to you before. I was in the car and I was listening to NPR and I began to hear the glimmer of some hope that, first of all, they were actually floating, that perhaps this cold void isn't that bad and it will diminish over time. 
and we'll learn to live with it. I've never heard such a thing. And the second part was, the second part was, oh yeah, they, they, they did a survey and they found out that different people think differently about COVID. Young kids are scared to death. Older Democrats are scared to death. And uh, older Republicans could care less. And I've never heard that before, that they even understood there were different sides. So this to me is a glimmer of hope that they're beginning to put our feelers that maybe this cold void will die down. Oh, well, you know, and I, I will tell you this, that uh, this immigration thing <clears throat> is going to uh, lead to that because people are not people are already not trusting the government. Right. But when they catch the government red handed with my this this illegal migrant uh, flying people all over the place for whatever reason that they're doing that. We know that they're lying to the American people and we caught them in this bold-faced lie now. And the same people that are selling us uh, border security are the same people that are selling us COVID. And, you know, I, like I say, I think we're losing these battles on purpose because there's a, uh, there's a strategy behind it. It's, it's election Absolutely. fraud. It's, it's uh, slave labor markets to help corporations. It was uh, destabilization of Syria, you know, whatever it is with regard to losing to ISIS or, or, or losing um, all, all these different battles that we're losing. Uh, you know, I have always said you can't have socialism with a strong, vibrant, working middle class. Well, guess what? Inflation's clobbering the middle class. So, again, I don't know that these things are by uh, – I think these things are more by design and they're designed to – to destroy certain uh, uh, foes, politi- political foes, uh, to the people that are in power right now. Yeah, but let, let me explain two things to you. First of all, I have entirely rational, I mean, I'm in Manitoba, which is somewhat conservative, and, and these are rational friends of mine. And they keep, they hear the mainstream media and even if they don't believe it, some of their mind says, well, some of this has to be true. And I hear statements. I mean, it's the exact same thing. It, it, it won't be over until the, everybody's vaccinated. The other part is, as an older friend who's 85 going on 30, well, I don't know what, 22 maybe, had said to me one day, he says, you know, you see this and you see that. It was in response to speaking to another conservative talk show host. He says, and you don't do anything about it. What can I do? He says, in one moment, like, like you know, we have government monopoly um, uh, auto insurance. Do you know that? For, for 30, maybe 35 years. And they, they live to threaten us. Hmm. And uh, he says, and he was in the auto body business. He says, and, and he said, one morning you wake up and you say, oh, what can I do? What can I do? And then you find out you can't do anything. That, that's what happens. I mean, th- that's why you have to stop this now. Right. Absolutely. That's true. Well, thank you for calling in today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. You know, I got to tell you, it's it's interesting. Um, All of this is interesting, but, you know, we're losing these things on purpose. And I really do believe that uh, what's going to end up happening is we are we are basically going to uh, win in the end as a result of uh, this government just biting off more than they can chew. You know, in terms of zealous, I think that they were over overzealous in terms of what they're what they were trying to do.
I think they were pushing Biden way too hard. I think that the uh, agenda brought about by Brookings Institution folks and think tankers in D.C. that are radically left wing uh, and they're answering to their corporate uh, owners. And remember, we talked about BlackRock and we talked about how BlackRock's uh, BlackRock owns all these corporations and they own all these corporations. And in the end of the day, uh, they have a political agenda. And that political agenda is global. That's multinational. It's all about multinational corporations exploiting uh, the benefits of slave labor markets around the world. And globalists are politicians that pull all the purse strings and make it cushy for the banks. It's, you know, it's why the banks pay less taxes. It's why the banks have a seat at every table. You know, all these very important decisions that are being made are made without you ever being aware. And then the government has the nerve to say, well, you wouldn't uh, particularly understand. You know, just like Joe Biden has the nerve to say, well, people don't really, uh, you know, they they don't understand supply chain. Supply chain is pretty easy to understand. And, uh, you know, but his administration has failed miserably at all of it. And that's the sad truth. I mean, that's what we're dealing with. This is what you get when you get unelected officials uh, or, or officials that were elected under voter fraud. This is the kind of thing you see in a banana republic. And it's, it's what makes it for a country to be so volatile. Our foreign policy is ruined for decades because we had such extreme swings from Obama to Trump to Biden. And again, the Biden-Obama was all wrong. Uh, the Trump was very much right. And the performance and the evidence was clear, you know, with regard to all the uh, accolades and all the things that happened under Trump that were good. So, you know, there's that. But when you make these deals with other countries, they're they're paper, they're they're feckless. They have no meaning. And that's a sad truth. It used to be that we never had these wide swings between a Democrat and a Republican, but now we do. And the reason why we do is because of election fraud. We're becoming a banana republic right before our eyes. We gotta put a stop to it. We gotta take our country back. We as people have to demand more. For our get more bang out of our buck. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out scottadamshow.com for the latest podcast. And we'll see you all next time on the radio. Bye bye. A long way from the suits in DC, but close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mound's getting steeper. I grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.